a podcast for the curious mind. I'm Priyanka. I have been a digital creator for a while now and I run a microblog by the name Twisted Paver. You can hit me on Instagram and I have a very interesting co-host with me. Hey guys, I'm Arjun, obvious musician and resident nerd. And also an F1 nerd out here. So this podcast today, you must be thinking why are we recording this? because i have been watching this series on netflix called drive to survive and it really rekindled my passion for this so what do you like about the series arjun all the hot drivers i must say i mean apart from that <laughs> <laughs> apart from that there's a lot of interesting team politics team building right. behind the scene there's so much interesting stuff happening there but okay. you know you must be knowing better okay so basically formula 1 consists of 10 teams with 20 drivers each team consists of two uh, two drivers and these teams are all teams which you have heard of great uh, great car brands like your ferraris your mclarens your your mercedes your alfa romeos all these are competing to be number 1 this sport has been there for the longest time since the 1950s and it has really evolved it's a unison between man and machine trying to be, trying to prove them to be the best that they can on that one particular day really love sports based documentaries but this particular documentary is not a doc it's not shot like a documentary it is more like real real action and it is so close to the what's happening actually in the race right right know? right so what you see in the documentary is more the underhand dealings hmm. i wouldn't say underhand dealings the dealings the contracts the entire corporate side of things and what you see on the race is like the proper sport hmm. the, the people coming together as a team and this team is not only working uh on the track there are people that are working off track that is they're right right there in their headquarters which are miles away from the actual race track and flow of data that happens which causes great changes on the track and gives them that leading edge where they are able to create decisions on the fly and that's how to become number 1 in formula 1 when did you start watching it So I started watching Formula 1 since 1994. So oh. that's like almost close to two decades of watching uh, Formula 1 and I've watched I've watched mostly all of the races, all of the seasons. You're speaking from your Art and Senna times to your to the rise of Michael Schumacher, the rise of uh, Lewis Hamilton, then you have your Sebastian Vettels and Kimi Raikkonen and all these drivers have really keep the spot that interesting and keep kept me engaged for a very long time mm-hmm. so that's what got you into the sports in the exactly, first place exactly exactly the being so so interestingly technical <laughs> no but uh, i was also you know starstruck by shumaker for the longest time uh, and he i think he won three consecutive races and he was like a world champion i mean he's one of the most celebrated uh, f1 drivers so i felt that wow i should watch this game is sports for a while for a right reason and ferrari's dominance i think everybody has spoken about it for decades now yeah. and um, they're going through a hard time right now but i know they'll bounce back for certain yeah <laughs> i'm sure they will so uh, so tell me uh, for people like me who are just like sitting on the fence don't know much about sports what are the few things we should know when we start watching these races okay since you started watching drive to survive yes that's a very good way to get into the sport the other thing is that you can watch the races this year is going to be an awesome year because we're going to have the longest season ever We have about twenty-three races, 
out of which one race has already taken place. That race happened two weeks ago at, at Bahrain, uh, where Lewis Hamilton is chasing his eighth championship and Max Verstappen, that's what people say, would probably try to stop him. The competition is like really, really on a very high level. And since next year, the rules are going to change completely for the sport. Okay. As a result of which the entire grid, that is the set of all 20 cars, have become like really very close. Mm -hmm. The distance, the time difference between the topmost and the 10th position, almost close to a second gap. Are you serious? Yes. That's crazy. That is that is amazing to watch the uh, the amount of technology that has gone into it and the drivers, the quality of drivers. So this year you are also seeing the rise of the rookies as well, mm -hmm. where you have uh, a young Japanese driver by the name of Yuki Tsunoda, who's really you if you would have seen him in the first race, you would have thought that this guy has already been in, been there in Formula One for quite some time. Mm -hmm. The way he was overtaking two times and four times world world champions, like he was like he was born to do this kind mm -hmm. of stuff. Also, we have another uh, amazing uh, rookie by the name of Mick Schumacher, mm -hmm. as as uh, as son of Michael Schumacher, and he's also like th there's been his foray into this entire Formula One has been an amazing exercise of like how Formula One can continue on to the next generation. Wow, that's interesting to watch the sun take over the reins again. Wow, that's interesting. I mean, but tell me one thing. What, what was your uh, favorite moments from the recent? GP, the okay. GP. So for the my, my favorite moments for the uh, last Bahrain GP was actually two. Number one was seeing the rise of the rookies, mm -hmm. and the second part was the way Hamilton and Verstappen were not giving each other an inch. They were fighting tooth and nail for that for, for position number one. And well, there was there was a little bit of contesting which happened at the end, where some people said that Max Verstappen should have won the race. Some people said Lewis Hamilton deserved to win the race because of certain uh, certain rules and technical irregularities. Mm. But the fight lasted till the entire race. And wow. that was amazing to see. That must have been close. That really, I was like, I was biting my nails and I was like, <laughs> yes, I want more of this. I want more of this. Yeah, that, that's, that sounds like a true F1 fan who wants more and doesn't get bored with, you know, a couple of cars taking laps and laps and laps again and again. But yeah, that's something which I think a lot of us develop interest once we start getting involved in what goes behind making these cars so fast, so, so, so interesting for the tracks that they go at. Exactly. So what's the next race now? So the next race is going to be in Imola in mm -hmm. uh, San Marino like a, a, it's a little bit of like uh, something like a union territory which is located out in Italy and that's that's funnily enough that's the first place I saw my first ever Grand Prix as well oh. and it was an amazing it was an amazing race and it has got a lot of history with it as well and I see the team the team that I support it's kind of like on the low on the lower side but everybody loves an underdog story don't they yeah we all like those underdogs. so I'm, I'm rooting for those underdogs the team is the team is Alpha Tauri Okay. And it is it is an amazing team which has got this uh, Japanese driver called Yuki Sonoda as mm -hmm. well, and it is I I know for a fact that that team has done extensive testing on that track mm -hmm. where they can actually where they can actually challenge for probably the top position. Wow. Now that's just the that's just the optimist in me is trying to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting how uh, the race pans out and a lot goes behind you know the the d-day of the race as well that yes. i i could understand from Do you know the rules about it how it works not much if you can tell me more. okay so like in brief i would tell you uh the race is divided into three days 
a race weekend is divided into three days. The first day is a practice session, which involves them acclimatizing themselves to the track. Mm -hmm. The second day is a qualification day. And the third day is the race, the main race. Now, after the acclimatization and realizing what, how to set up the car, because every, every track they go to, it's going to be very different. The temperatures are going to change. There's going to be wind blowing. These cars are very susceptible to wind. The tire setup and a lot of big details to deal with the suspensions, to deal with the ride height of the car, the way the car takes the turn. All those things they practice to get to the qualifying day. Okay. Once you get to the qualifying day, you have three sectors in which it is divided into. Q1, Q2 and Q3. Okay. Q1 consists of 20 drivers going flat out trying to get into the first 15, which means the last five get eliminated. Mm -hmm. Then in Q2, you have the next 15, out of which the last five get eliminated. Okay. And finally, Q3, where the top 10 fight for pole position. That's P1. Okay. That sets the grid for the race day. Okay. Now, the race day is the day when everything, all the strategy, all the, all, all the gamesmanship, all the mind games that the teams have been playing with each other, that's when it comes to fruition. They play the they play the pit, pit the pit strategies. You, you decide the winner after the race. Dude. You could also watch uh, Rush, a great movie by Ron Howard. Yeah. As well as uh, there's a great documentary on Senna as well, which is out. These things will really pique your interest in uh, getting uh, getting into Formula One as well. What got me interested, apart from the glamour and the hot drivers, was also the technical aspect of the sports. Because, you know, this is the only sports which looks so simple to the eye, but actually is so difficult, you know. Because here you only see the driver driving, but at the same time, there's a huge crew sitting out in the on the race tracks, exactly. as, as well as somewhere else. That what I got to know from you mm -hmm. only, that, okay, there's a huge team the technical team the back-end team that sits across and yeah it is a team effort and a team sports and it's getting me very very interested in the strategy we should watch the next race together certainly yes we should i'm i'm really looking forward to the imola race to watch it with you and also we should do another podcast just before the race so definitely that we should tell what are we expecting and uh, we should hear from you guys what you guys want to know about uh, just just comment did you like the podcast because it's our first foray into this stuff as well yeah uh, you like it you don't like it just let us know what, what, what's it all about and, and also what you want to know from the podcast uh, you know for for the f1 topic to begin with but this is this is a podcast about uh everything any curious mind would want to know so we would want to know what you guys want to yeah, hear suggest, about suggest some topics also for us man we'll we'll cover we'll cover them as and when like you know we'll try our best to cover it and mm -hmm. I, I can't talk about myself but i know f1 yoda does love f1 a lot so i'm so happy to apart be doing... from other things as well <laughs> <laughs> so i'm so happy to be recording this with him for f1 we hope to continue this throughout the season so just hit us up with anything you want to know about this season and we will try and do justice to it thanks for listening guys thanks for listening sign up and follow studio scoops thank you